0: Let's take advantage of the opportunity let's take advantage and if you don't have a deal finder already on your team you hit up mine
1: hey <laughs> that's right i so saw your boy well, it's your
0: boy <laughs> that's what's up uncommon estate state of mind is all up in your audio to leverage your next investment decision join me joey garba and my boy adem ladal hey what's up as we go toe-to-toe with each other debating the ins and outs of the real estate game We may not always agree with each other, but our out-of-the-box thinking is going to have you creating wealth beyond those four office walls. That's the sound of opportunity knocking. Welcome to the Uncommon Estate of Mind. Hey guys, welcome to Uncommon Estate of Mind, where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom, legacy impact, and generational wealth. In order to live that uncommon life but in order to do that we must be uncommon my name is joey aka mr j mays hey you know what it is i'm ad also known as ad the fly realtor there we go so um today we are not debating um we actually just wanted to go ahead and 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 share some information in regards to you know what's going on in the market and actually buying property right because there's a lot of fear in the air about you know actually pur- purchasing property due to the high interest rates and um in case you didn't know which you know most most do but in case you didn't interest rates are high right now because you know we're in the middle of uh inflation in order to, to combat that inflation got it we got to increase those interest rates right with that a lot of people have been very scared to to enter the purchasing market uh, when it comes to real estate, you know, I know I'm I'm actually getting ready with me and a, a couple of my partners. We're getting ready to purchase property. I'm not going to lie that that fear is coming upon us as well. So this will be our first time actually purchasing instead of running arbitrage. But luckily for me, uh, I have a best friend who's also a deal finder of, of real estate and multifamily who I can run my questions by.
1: Yeah, bro. Just give us some background about what you, uh, what you do, man. And how you do it? Yeah. You know, so, uh, technically I'm a real estate pro. Uh, I am a licensed realtor in California. Uh, but what I like to call myself is a deal finder of multifamily real estate. So whatever you're looking for, I can help you out based on your circumstance and situation.
0: Yeah. So, you know, me and my partners are looking to hop into this market and get multiple doors so that we can start running arbitrage, not arbitrage, we actually own the property, but we can start running a short-term rental business, uh, through our, our, uh, you know, multifamilies. Right. Uh, so my question to you is this, you know, like, so how will the high interest rates affect us actually purchasing property?
1: Um, well, what the high interest rates will actually do is make it more expensive to borrow money. So that means that your payment is gonna be a lot higher. So for example purposes, if you borrowed $100, your interest during peak pandemic time was closer to around $2 on that 100 now it's a lot closer to about seven dollars so it doesn't sound like a lot with a hundred dollars but when you start getting into the hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars that properties tend to cost that's when those amounts can really be a lot on your monthly payment
0: well no um you what you just said already spooked me bro you said (laughs) he said if i were to borrow a hundred dollars um you know the interest would be two but now it's seven that's quite a bit. That's a big jump.
1: Yeah, it, well, you have to think about it that like we were higher than two right before that. So sure. it wasn't until rates suddenly plummeted all the way down. So then we went from one extreme and then now we're reversing into another extreme going in the other direction. Right. So that's kind of what the, the reasoning for the yo-yoing. You know what I mean? Where we like dropped down, now we're up high. Like, we're really the sweet spot. It's probably more in the middle.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um. So with my next question, you know, say we were to go ahead and purchase a property. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, well, actually, first off, like, how does that, what you just said in regards to it being more expensive to borrow money, like for somebody who's investing like me, like, that sounds like I should wait, you know, but I mean, what... What would your advice be? Is it, is it smart to wait until
1: the interest rates drop or would it be advantageous to buy now? Well, see, one of the dopest things about buying right now is that because money costs more to borrow, sellers are either aware of that or they're going to start becoming aware of that. You know what I mean? So that means a lot less people will qualify for the amount that they are listing that property for. Which means you now have an opportunity to get that property at a lower amount because there's less people in the market who will actually be able to take advantage of whatever the property is. You know what I mean? I think that that makes a lot of sense, actually, because one thing that I have heard
0: is with high interest rates, purchase prices for property usually tends to go down.
1: Right, exactly. So... For us here, you know, like in Cal- Southern California, so like we have things, some prices kind of drop, but for the most part, it's really kind of cooled where before we were seeing that extreme uh, increase in prices or we saw properties being sold for way above asking and where, so we're not seeing that as much, but it's kind of gotten to a, more of a stalemate. So it has slowed down. That growth definitely slowed down a lot. Over right. California nationwide, we have seen a bit of pullback. Mm,
0: yeah. Okay. For sure. So that brings us to my next question. Like, right, or say we do go ahead and decide to purchase this property, right? With the interest rates being as they are, when it comes to my long-term appreciation of this property, I feel like I'm I'm going to kind of be chipped out of my appreciation um when it comes to that like uh, what what would you
1: say happens to my long-term appreciation due to the interest rates? Well, the thing is, it's not going to fetch your appreciation as much. It actually has the potential to help your overall investment, especially if you think about it in the sense where uh, interest rates are high right now, and they're expected at some point to come down. You know, so let's say it's a year, two years, five years. What is what's the likelihood that we'll be in an environment where interest rates are much higher than they were in recent times? You know what I mean, like. Usually, the market is kind of stable. Interest rates are going to be around the same amount for a while. We're not going to see too much of these extremes in one or either direction. So because of that, uh, let's say if you buy a property right now with high interest rates, if you can find a deal that makes sense with high interest rates, that means it's only going to be a better deal with lower interest rates. You know what I mean? So that means you have an opportunity to sell it. Or refinance it in the long term, and then you'll get you'll be able to claim like you'll be selling to people who are buying a property at lower interest rates. Past time with time, you know that seasoning time and after you've had it, or you're refinancing it at a lower interest rate, keeping that property with a lower uh, monthly payment interest, you know, with lower interest charged your monthly payment. You know, and that's the one
0: thing that I've heard that's actually given me, uh. I'd say a little bit more of an aggressive thought process or, a, or a, a bullish thought process in buying when the interest rates are high is the fact that I know that I can always refinance after time, you know, some time passes and the right, rates right, drop, I can always refinance, um, which is pretty dope. But that brings me to my next question is like, what about, okay, you know me, I'm the short-term rental, I, I'm, I'm always looking at the short-term rental side, but you know, maybe it's just not me. I'm also asking for my, for, for our watchers as well. What if you wanted to do this as a traditional, um, rental, you know, what would the interest rates do to our income? Like what would the interest rates do to an income of traditional renters? So, I
1: mean, my personal profit, you know what I mean? Well, honestly, high interest rates means less people are going to be buying property. So that actually leaves opportunity for rent prices to go up because there's gonna be more people renting than there are buying homes, you know what I mean? So that means there's more competition. Uh, that's the flip side of it. There's less competition to buy property, but there is more competition to rent because what do we all know about real estate? Everybody needs somewhere to live. Everybody so a place to stay. at the end of the day, people are still gonna live somewhere just because they're not buying property doesn't mean they're gonna be homeless. So they're going to have to rent. So now we have a, idea, a situation where this has been going on in L.A. for several years already where there's a lot of competition for not as many units and everybody's competing. We have high-income people, medium-income, and low-income people all competing for the same kind of unit. So it's just, you know, it's a rat race. <laughs> but honestly, for the owner, you're in good position because... You always have people looking for your property. You know what? I, and that
0: makes sense because every every investor that I talk to. You know, I wasn't ever thinking about investing back in 2008, but every investor that I talked to who was investing during that time was like, you know, if you were a newbie, you didn't know what you were doing, you got, you got, you know, you're asked out for the most part. Right, like, right. If you understood that everybody needs a place to say, so whatever project you're doing, if you can turn that into a rental, even if you're on a flip project, but after the flip, you turned it into a rental for a little bit before. Right, yeah, we're like and just adjusting your strategy you know you you would, you would have came out of that just fine but you no know, that makes that makes perfect sense so i guess the only thing that i would ask next is what about you know when it comes to negotiating for this deal
1: like man it's so crazy i'm glad you asked that because the negotiate the negotiating power actually like falls in favor of the buyer because it kind of falls back to the same idea where there's less people buying property so if there's less people buying property that also means that properties are probably sitting on the market longer. If properties are sitting on the market longer, that means that seller they're if they were in need to sell, they're probably more in need now after 60 days sitting on the market. So now you have a better chance to not only negotiate perhaps a lower purchasing price, but maybe you can negotiate uh, the seller and pay back some closing costs or maybe you can negotiate them uh, getting one of the tenants removed or whatever it may be, or a repair to the property. You know, you just have all kinds of options like that, but those options aren't as available when sellers don't have to do anything for people to buy their property far over asking price. You know what I mean? That's something that you can only take advantage of in a time like now when less people are in the game. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really (laughs) does. Like, That's why it's so, like, it's so hard because, you know, you listen to the news or you listen to regular people and they try to, they tell you all this stuff about what you should do or what's going on. And a lot of time, most people really don't know. Like eight out of 10 of them don't have a clue. One of them kind of knows what he's talking about, but doesn't really, and maybe one more really knows. Like (laughs) like that, like 10% of everybody you meet kind of has an idea of what's going on. So we get in this point, in this phase, where we're just listening to other people who are scared because they're listening to other people who are scared and none of us know what we're talking about. So that's why it's good to just, like I said, it's not better to buy in a high interest rate or low interest rate, just understand what the positives can be in either.
0: No, and and to be honest, another thing that I've always heard, you know, any investor that I've ever talked to, they're like, whatever the market's doing, you do the opposite.
1: That's right. usually the right thing to do. Real. So, so yeah, exactly. Like everybody knows the the Warren Buffett quote: um, uh, "When everybody's buying, you sell. When everybody's selling, scared to buy. You know, something like that. Oh my God. I butchered it, but you know, <laughs> when everybody's afraid to buy, like that's when you should be buying. Like that's what happened in '08. I just wish." I was old enough to even know what was going on. Not (laughs) far. Right, but it's like now we're at a different point where it's like, okay, some of us were young at that time, but now we're older, you know? So let's take advantage of the opportunity. Let's take advantage.
0: And if you don't have a deal finder already on your team, you hit up mine.
1: (laughs) AD, that's
0: right. I saw your boy, I saw your boy. (laughs) That's what's up. Um, AD actually has our B for the day, and I didn't want to let him do that. Actually, before we do that, um, I am going to remind you guys, if you guys are looking into, maybe hop into real estate, maybe you are ready to buy, uh, but you you, you don't want to use any of your own cash and you're looking to leverage credit, um, check the link in our bio, guys. I have a, I have a dope link with Fund
1: & Grow. It's my affiliate link. And also, um, those of you who are interested in being real estate pros, whether you want to be a deal finder like me or you want to be in luxury real estate or whatever it may be, even if you're a wholesaler. I'm coming out with an ebook on how you can become a real estate pro yourself. It's gonna be the checklist of what you need and how you need to go about beginning your journey. We're going from marketing to uh, knowledge to networking. All of those things will be in it. So be on the lookout. That'll be coming in a few weeks. Perfect. And AD also has our B for the day. I'm going to go, ahead
0: let, go ahead and let him uh, take care of that.
1: Yeah, the B for today is gonna to be be objective. So when I say be objective, It's just like how we were talking about earlier in the episode where we were mentioning that because of what you hear or what people are telling you, it could cause you to be a little scared. But be objective in the fact that maybe you need to go get some education for yourself or go learn from somebody who knows what's going on and actually operating in that current climate because the standard person will scare you away from your dreams. But be objective, learn what you need to do, and then go act on that. That part. So be objective, be you, and be Uncommon. All right. Stay up. Uncommon State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, AD, two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate, and now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show us some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon.